A good rule of thumb to live by is believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. And that will get you through a lot of the BS in life. Guys at Around Table starts now. A show where no stone goes unturned. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Here's your host, Vladimir Jean Philippe. Welcome back to another episode of Guys Around the Table. I am back from the dead, Vladimir Jean Philippe. And <laughs> today's episode, we're going to be talking about the 24 hour news cycle, both in sports world and in the, I guess you could say, the uh, public world event center uh, sector, right? Because let's be real. These news articles, these news outlets these days, it's just getting ridiculous and it's getting out of hand. And honestly, I don't even know if you're getting informed like you think you really are. And I, I, I find that to be, I, I guess the first emotion that comes to mind is annoyed, right? Because you're not getting the proper information, right? Because a lot of the info you're getting is to arouse some kind of emotion out of you first and foremost right so you're supposed to get riled up you're supposed to get angry you're supposed to get sad it's supposed to elicit some kind of emotional response and then from there they either choose to give you the truth or give you half truths or pseudo truths right so that way it's enough information to kind of give you the gist of what's going on but they don't tell you the full situation at hand um you can like look at almost any news outlet right now and kind of, you know, kind of pick and choose or cherry pick your choice of topic, right? The, from migrant kids in detention centers to um, Donald Trump saying something stupid as usual or to, you know, some kind of national crisis going on at the very moment, right? So to me, I, I choose to live by this rhetoric that I believe of half of what you see and none of what you hear because it kind of solves a lot of the bullshit that you see in the news to begin with. Okay, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm a dad or I'm getting older or maturity or whatever. I, I, I don't know what it is, right? But lately I find myself getting, exercising my brain a little bit more in, you know, kind of dabbling into the world current events and just seeing what's going on around the world. And honestly, I, I, <laughs> I'm kind of like regretting the decision to do so because all I see from all these news articles and these news stories is a bunch of BS. It really is, right? Because it's like every now and then, this is a detriment to American society. Every news fucking article that comes out is some kind of detriment to American society, American values, or some bullshit, right? When realistically, it's it's not. Not at all, okay? Because honestly, if you look around and you look at yourself... And you look at your surroundings and you see how life your life is affected your life hasn't changed much <laughs> it really hasn't you know what i'm saying now if there's a massive earthquake going on around you right now you might be a little scared or you might be a little shook but hey that's life that's nature you know what i'm saying we're not when stuff like that happens it makes me think that we're not supposed to be here as human beings but that's the nature of the whole, you know what I mean that's the nature of that beast but that's a whole different article or a different subject matter for a different day but Every news article you read, right, from I, I think the latest thing right now on on uh, trending on Twitter is that uh, Disney decided to make their live action uh, Little Mermaid movie 
and it decided to cast Ariel as a little black girl. And apparently everybody's up in fucking arms about that. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? Why is everybody going nuts? Now, granted, I get it. You know, you, you watch Little Mermaid as a kid. Many of the millennials, quote unquote, when they're a little, they got to watch Little Mermaid. Uh, they were the first generation, I guess, that watched Little Mermaid. And Ariel was a little ginger, little ginger mermaid, right? But who cares? In the live action thing, she's a little black girl. Who gives a shit what race or color or creed or whatever she is? It's like, that's how I look at it. It's like, who gives a damn? You know what I'm saying? They're just making a goddamn movie. Disney's making a movie to get you to come watch it. And it's not even an original movie. It's a remake of an original movie. Right? They took they they took this movie out of the vault, dusted off a little bit. <sighs> All right, I guess we're going to remake Little Mermaid and make it into a live action. And I guess Little Mermaid wasn't that popular of a children's fairy tale that they had to create a little controversy to get your ass to the movie theaters to either see it, not see it, or talk about it. And then did they do a good job of getting you guys to talk about it. Okay, so that's one way that the media kind of manipulates your mind and your emotions and everything, right? Simple thing. Very simple thing, right? Little Mermaid movie. Uh animated movie a made-up movie at that okay the damn thing is not even real it's a made-up movie about a little mermaid in the sea who wants to become a human being because she fell in love with some prince dude all right i get it now i don't know why people are up in arms because they decided to make her black maybe racism still isn't is a problem i don't know i don't want to make it a race thing because that's a whole nother topic for another day but here we are talking about it. It's the number one trending thing on Twitter recently, and <laughs> it seems like everybody's up in arms about it. And honestly, I don't give a damn. Like, I look at it as, okay, regardless of how you feel or whatever, the point is, right now, at this present moment in time, you are talking about it. And the fact that you are talking about it is going to garner interest in this movie whether or not you intended to do so whether you voiced your opinion and said i'm not going to go see this movie there's two or three other people that's going to go see that movie you see what i'm saying so and then for all and it's the reverse opposite too so i guess it's going to be a cancellation if it keeps going by that theory but hey whatever right i'm just saying for every one person that shouts out i'm not going to go see that movie there's two or three people that's like you know what that looks interesting i'm gonna go see it and those are the people that disney is trying to get to the movie theaters Okay, and they don't care because that's a good ratio for them. Two to one, shit, he'll take those any day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A two to one odds that you're gonna go see this movie? Hey, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's just one way that the thing also, you know, elicits emotions out of you. And then another controversy that just happened because I guess Fourth of July was a couple of days ago is that I guess Colin Kaepernick pulled out a Nike shoe that was gonna uh, feature the original flag of america the betsy ross flag and colin kind of said no nah, that kind of that flag represents slavery and all of that uh and so nike pulled it and everybody was up in arms about that as well so i looked at it as great we still in this crap <laughs> we still on this flag shit like i thought that issue died a long time ago when you know when it, when it was found that like colin company not in the football league anymore and then everybody seems to have a short-term memory because like a lot of the memes that I've seen is like when two people you don't know, uh, what was the meme? It's like two people you didn't know uh, that got famous after something. I was just like, okay, that's a dumb meme because Colin Kaepernick was the quarterback of the San Francisco uh, 
San Francisco 49ers, not the Giants, but uh, <laughs> not the baseball team, but the football team, San Francisco 49ers. He was the quarterback of that team, and he was actually doing pretty damn good. He took that team to the Super Bowl in his first or second year in the league. Okay, so teams were talking about him, or people were talking about him way before his political stance on uh, certain things. And so, like I said, things elicit emotions, right? The news cycle elicits your emotion, and it's manipulating you, essentially. In the, in the big grand scheme of things, you are being manipulated into thinking and behaving a certain way. And just those two examples alone kind of proves it, in my opinion, that, you know, the news cycle has you by the balls. Right. Because here's two things that seems pretty mundane. Right. You, uh, a shoe, uh, a flag that was supposed to be on a shoe to be sold for Fourth of July. Colin Kaepernick came out and said no. So Nike pulled it and then everybody wants to protest or boycott Nike or some shit like that. Right. That's like a, the umpteenth boycott against Nike. Uh, how did the last couple protests go for you? Or boycotts go for you? It, it did wonders for Nike. Their sales shot through the roof. Their stock markets bumped up. Okay, so if you don't see the pattern, you don't see the tactics there, then you're an idiot. Okay, you're the type of person that Nike is garnishing the the emotion, eliciting the emotions of, and inciting other people to go out to kind of shut you up or buy their products. And Nike is doing a great marketing job with that. Now, as far as the Disney doing the aerial thing, there's another. There's example number two. There's countless of other examples, right? Excuse me. They took a little ginger white little mermaid from under the sea. And then they decide to make her black and everybody's up in arms. And I guarantee you when that movie comes out, that's going to be the biggest selling movie ever. I'm telling you, the, <laughs> the media is manipulating you into thinking how they want you to think, behaving how they want you to behave. And it's pretty damn evident that they're succeeding in their job. And honestly, I, I this whole 24-hour news cycle thing is really just is just to me is kind of dumb right like why do you need to show news 24 hours like there's really nothing going on that whole time right like you might get a couple of hours like you should honestly in a good day you'll get mm, a solid four or five hours worth of news that's it four or five hours worth of solid news but yet if you watch cnn msnbc cnbc cbs fox news and all these other news uh outlets you would think the world is collapsing because the way they're on 24 7 it is constant 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 beret like you know it's just bombarding you with constant news and events and it's just like bruh the world is not ending anytime soon we might extinct ourselves in the next couple of hundred years or if you listen to global global warming experts you know we have till 2030 something 2032 uh, before we are extinct or something like that. So, you know what I'm saying? So we, we have some time, <laughs> but you would think that the world's going to end tomorrow by the way, these 24 hour news cycles continue to show the news and bombard you with the same crap all the time. Like they'll take one event and then just beat your brain to the pulp with it. Right. So say like, I guess, um, the most recent one, uh, with the whole news cycle is that Trump's <laughs> and I find this to be humorous because if you can't find humor in this stupidity that I feel sorry for your sense of humor but apparently <laughs> Trump thought that there was airports <laughs> during the Revolutionary War because he gave a speech and <laughs> he said that revolutionaries were defending the airports and shit 
Yo! <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even get that out. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> he said. He said. <laughs> The revolution is refining and defending the airport. <laughs> no, the revolutionary war. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus! <laughs> Yo, if you can't find the humor in that, oh my God! <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh boy! Oh man, <laughs> he said, <laughs> "Oh, Mama Mia." Oh boy, I'm sorry, I lost it there for a second because that is just the funniest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. He, he said that the revolutionary was fighting to protect the airports <laughs> during the Revolutionary War. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh man, I'm sorry to spend so much time laughing, but you gotta see the ridiculousness of that. <laughs> you gotta be able to see the ridiculous, the ridiculousness of that statement. Okay, so, <laughs> but, okay, this is this was great because they elicited they elicited the proper emotional response out of me, which was laughter, <laughs> and just straight up, just yeah, like you gotta be shitting me. But <laughs> oh man. That was great. <laughs> oh, man. Whew. Okay. Alrighty. I got to get that back together. I'm sorry. I lost it, y'all. I lost it. Oh, man, did I lose it. Okay, but back to the point at hand. So, Trump made that statement, and that was the headline for most of the news cycles for the next... 12 hours or so, okay, until the next big thing happens, and then they're gonna, you know, <laughs> they're gonna milk the shit out of that next news uh, article. Right now, there's our earthquakes out in, you know, in uh, the West Coast in California, which is 6.4 magnitude earthquake, which is okay, I get it's going on right now, but that's something you would, you know, have to report on. So I guess the 24 news cycle does have its pros and cons, right? <laughs> oh man, I gotta get it together. But um, it has its pros and it has its cons. But mostly, I see its its cons because like the pros is like yeah, you get you get informed, but the way they're informing you is like I said, uh, stated before, it's like pseudo pseudo facts, right? They'll give you a partial truth, and <clears throat> then they'll you know sprinkle their own little biases in the, or biases in there, and you know they just don't give you the full information that you need to, I guess, keep and get to dissect for yourselves, right? So every time you hear something on this news, you kind of have to kind of go dig a little deeper. And I've trained myself, you know, both from going to school and writing research papers and everything like that, that anytime I hear something and somebody states it as a fact, I try to go look it up and, you know, do a little bit of research on it. And not just like the first thing you see on Google pop-ups either. Like, you know, you don't just type it into Google and the first link that comes up, you research that. No, you got to dig a little deeper. And it's going to be a little bit of work, but hey, you got a smartphone for a reason, right? And it goes to the internet, and you literally have the world's entire encyclopedia in the palm of your hands. Use it. 
you know what I'm saying? Don't just take things at face value. Like, you know, granted, if, you know, the news cycle was honest and worthy and then, you know, just told the truth all the time, then, yeah, go ahead. But they don't. They have a history of lying to you and it's called propaganda. OK, they trying to, they have an agenda and they're trying to sell you something and they're trying to elicit some kind of response. As you can see, the, the <laughs> they garnered a good chuckle out of me with the whole President Trump thinking there was airports back during the Revolutionary War. Oh, my God. Oh, man. The first flight didn't even take like now you have to see the, the, the humor in that because the first flight didn't even take place until 1903, I believe with the Wright brothers when they invented the first airplane. Okay, that was 1903. The Revolutionary War was fought in like 1770-something, like, right? Because we claimed our independence in 1776, so you got to remember we were fighting for a while before we gained our independence. And Trump thought there were airports back then. So, you know, <laughs> this is a good 200 years. <laughs> it's a good 100 and some odd year difference, bro. <laughs> Oh, Lord Jesus. That was great. <laughs> Not even the same fucking century. <laughs> oh, whatever. But anyways. <laughs> oh, man. I saw that article. I lost it. Okay. So the news cycle does have its pros and it has its cons. And I'm sorry for losing my shit there. But you got to find the humor in that. Okay. But mostly the news cycle is here for sensationalism. Right, making things worse, <laughs> making things seem far more worse than what they actually are. I'm trying to keep my notes here together. Checking, I'm losing it here, but you know, it's sensationalism. It's making things seem uh, that they are far worse than what they really are. Because if you really pay attention, things are not that bad. Okay, there's really not an influx of immigrants coming into this country like everybody says that they are. It's just the same ebbs and flows of, you know, documented uh, immigrations that's coming. In fact, a lot more people are being turned away for immigrations than there are people, quote unquote, sneaking in here um, and whatnot. And if they are sneaking in here, they come through by means of airports, um, just kind of literally they just walk into the damn country. OK, it's not at our borders. They literally fly into the country and it's just go where they need to go. <laughs> they come in through the airports, essentially. OK, so there's your. There's your TSA's hard-earned tax dollars at work. <laughs> That's funny. That's ironic right there, to be honest with you. But anywho, I digress, right? So they, they really just kind of, you know, try to listen to emotion. And they just call sensation, sensationalism uh, to you guys. They just kind of make things seem like it's bad than what they are. And oftentimes it's not. Okay? It, 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 they ha I hate to say this, but... The 24-hour news cycle has turned into a circus, essentially, is what, you know, essentially is what it's become, like, ultimately, right? It's become a circus. But realistically, it's supposed to, like, what it was originally intended to do was into, like, inform you of what's ha the happenings around the country in a more digest digestible sound bites, right? And instead of giving you, like, your local news, it gives you news from, like, if you live in Washington, it'll give you news from Texas, or it gives you news from Maine, or Rhode Island, or Staten Island, or New York, or somewhere, like, you know what I mean? Or even across the world now. But it, it went from being insightful now to being straight up pure entertainment, because now they bring all these quote-unquote expert panels or expert people on here and then they do like 10 15 second sound bites and they have to get these elaborate thoughts and processes you know what i'm saying like they take complex thoughts and they have to break them down in 15 second sound bites 
And it's impossible to do that. So, you know, you, you have to kind of like look at it and it's what it is, right? It's just entertainment. Like they just going to give you new samples. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're going to give you new stories in short, quick bites. So that way it's easier for you, the listener or viewer to digest what's going on. And the fact that they have to do it that way kind of talks about your attention span for the most part. You have the attention span of a net. Let's be real. You have about, that's why commercials are 15 seconds long, 10 to 15 seconds, right? We have the attention span of a gnat or a kid, okay? They have to get everything in in 10 to 15 seconds. And that's all you can, I guess, let's focus on at a time. Because anything over 15 seconds, people tend to zone out and they tend to get bored. And then it's just, you know, they, they, I don't know, they do other things. Like you listening to this podcast right now, you probably listened to the first minute of this podcast and that was a struggle. And then now you're starting to do other things. You're This is background noise for you guys as you're cleaning, reading, you know, relaxing or whatever. And I thank you for listening, by the way. But, you know, it, I become background noise, essentially. You're not really paying attention to every single thing that I'm saying in this 21 minutes that I have been speaking. Right. Because if you have then kudos to you, but <laughs> kudos, and I appreciate you listening intently, but for the most part, you put me on and you listen to the first two minute things that I have to say, and then you decide whether I'm going to be worth listening to, and then you, from then on, when you get hit to start hitting the five minute period, it starts to become background noise for you guys, right? So there's no offense. I don't take no offense to that because I understand the human attention span. So that's why all these news cycles, these 24-hour news cycles, are in 20 or 15 to 30-second sound bites, right? Because it keeps you engaged, it keeps you interesting, uh, interested. And then when you hear these things, it's like it quicks gets a like a, a snap reaction, right? And the snap reaction is more or less for, I, I guess you could say, a quick retort, like a quick-witted retort than an actual intellectual stimulation kind of response, right? So it, it, it's weird how it works, but it works. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and just poo-poo all over the news cycle, but it's true. It works, okay? The, the format that they use really works because look at it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're listening. You're still listening to the same news station. You have a news station that you like to listen to, or you have your sports stations that you like to listen to, and then you stick with that, and that's all you listen to. You don't listen to anything else because it it's like chalk against the nails on the chalkboard. I guess that is how the saying goes. Yeah, nail. It's like nails on the chalkboard, right? Because you find something or someone that agrees with your point of views, and then you don't want to hear nothing else, and so that's all you listen to, and you know that kind of mentality is not good but hey it is what it is at this point correct so but yeah so <laughs> it, it, it's i don't know it has less to do with actual reporting and a lot to do with speculation now and that's my biggest thing with 24-hour news cycle this is if if i had a big gripe this would be it right because You're a journalist for a reason, right? I, I feel like you went to college, you learned to write, you learned to read, you learned how to investigate, you learned how to ask questions, you learned how to ask leading questions for a reason, right? You're trying to get the information out of somebody. And the fact that you're not doing your job when you do get a reporting job and you take the lazy route and you start speculating kind of drives me insane because you know what they say when you assume, right? That's what it does. That's what it is. So I don't like to assume. I don't like to speculate. And I hate the speculation aspect because I love listening to sports. 
right? Sports is my number one thing because I've you know, ever since I was little, it's just one of the things that I like to do, right? Because I like to be active and I like to be physical and I like to listen to sports and I like to know what's going on in the sports world, especially football, right? But lately, I've been listening to basketball. I've been following the basketball and it was because, you know, the NBA season was actually interesting this year, right? Because more teams came out of the woodwork and an actual t- uh, uh, a different team has won it this year not to like poo poo all over golden state or anything i really enjoy golden state's dynasty because i like watching dynasties as much as i don't like the new england patriots in football i respect the heck out of them because let's be real it is hard to win championships in professional sports because you know there's so much parity in sports Right. And the fact that a team can put it together and win four out of five or three out of five championships, that's that's an amazing thing. Or in the New England Patriots uh, case, they've won six out of nine Super Bowls. That's crazy. Right. That's crazy success. Instead of enjoying that kind of success, we kind of like and I say I I lump me in there, too. But we as the fans, I guess you could say, go on and poo poo all over these accomplishments. It's like, oh, well, they're winning too goddamn much. And why they always win it? Why they need to do that? And blah, 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 blah. It's like, bruh, just enjoy the dynasty. Like there's it's not going to happen again. And when it doesn't happen, you get bored. (laughs) Like dynasties are necessary in sports, in my opinion. But anywho's, I've been following the NBA I've been following the NBA free agency, and right now, everybody and their mama is trying to speculate where Kawhi Leonard is going to land in his free agency, right? Because he just won the NBA championship with the Toronto Raptors. If you don't know his story, he started, he was drafted by the San Antonio Spurs. He was there for a couple of years in the Tim Duncan, Mano Ginobili, Tony Parker years, right? Uh, the kid is quiet. He doesn't talk to nobody. He's really just a silent, humble dude who's very good at basketball, right? Great defender, great offensive player. He can create his own shots, and he can defend the hell out of the ball, right? And he's a great rebounder. Excuse me. So he had uh, an injury. He started off his career in San San Antonio, right, with San Antonio Spurs. And then an injury happened, and then he just couldn't come back, and he couldn't quite get right. And then some dissension happened within the organization, and then things started to get out of hand and then you know people started talking smack and i don't know what it is with professional athletes but as soon as they get hurt people jump on them like flies on shit right because now it's like i'm paying you all these millions of dollars you better get your butt out there and play now it's like it, it seems like it's an unfair trade advantage right because just because you're paying these guys millions of dollars you expect them to be workhorses and never get hurt you know what I mean? You lose the humanity in these people because they're making millions of dollars to play, quote unquote, a game. Right. But anywho, Kawhi Leonard got hurt. He couldn't come back. He stated he was hurt. But the medical staff in San Antonio Spurs said that he was healthy to play. Fair enough. And so there was a disagreement there. And that disagreement went on for too long. And eventually Kawhi Leonard asked to be traded quietly. They make a noise about it. And they quietly shipped his ass off to Toronto thinking you know, hey, if you want to not play for us, we want to send you to the worst place to go play basketball. That's another country to the north of us in Canada. Right. So fast forward to this year or this past NBA season. Kawhi Leonard has led the Toronto Raptors to their first ever NBA championship. Right. Now, originally, Kawhi didn't want to go to Toronto. His list of teams that he wanted to go to, he wanted to go to the Lakers, Clippers and or I forget where else. I think the Knicks, if I'm not mistaken. But he wanted to no, somewhere in the West Coast. Right. So he wanted to play 
for the Lakers, originally, that was his first choice, right? And then the Clippers was the second choice if you couldn't go there. But anywho, he got traded to Toronto. And then now he won an NBA championship with Toronto. He's a free agent. Now that he's a free agent, everybody is trying to figure out where the hell he's going to play basketball next year. Now, instead of giving actual reporting, because I took a long tangent from, <laughs> from my reporting, and I thank you for bearing with me. But um, so this is where my problem with the speculation and the reporting of journal the 24-hour news cycle happens, right? Because now instead of reporting what is going on, everybody is speculating of what Kawhi is going to do and reporting it as if it was fact. You get what I'm saying? So now instead of like doing actual journalism work, like, you know, trying to figure out, okay, Kawhi, where's your thought process? What do you think you're going to do? Nope, nobody's doing that. All they're doing right now is that they're speculating. So meaning with speculation is that they talk to a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend who's an uncle, a cousin, a sister, or related to the other person that the person that the main source that they're trying to get to. In this case, Kawhi. Okay, so it's like that. It's the equivalent of like I talk to my baby's cousin, aunt, sister's brother, sister, Mary, friend's cousin, niece, gardener. And he told me <laughs> that kind of nonsense, right? So... <clears throat> They're taking all these speculations and then they're trying to formulate an actual report with that. And that shit drives me up the wall because I don't like that. I don't like when people try to assume what you're going to do, what you're trying to do, or what you're thinking. Because, like I said, assuming does something to you. And if you don't know the same, you can always Google it. All right? It's in the name. Assume. <laughs> <laughs> Right. If you, you write that spell out, assume, and then you'll figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, so they're like they're speculating it, of like where he's gonna go play his basketball next year or the next for the next couple of years to come, and they're reporting it as if you know it was straight up facts. Like Kawhi Leonard is doing this for a fact, and it's like, bro, you don't know what the man's gonna do. You know what I mean? He hasn't chosen where he's gonna play his basketballs yet. So, like, come on, don't speculate. Don't spec before you check. Okay, I hate that. Spec before check. Hate it. That drives me up the wall when news articles or news outlets do that. And the sports world is notorious for that. You know what I'm saying? So they always speculate. They always speculate. And then they cause these athletes to kind of lash out and, like, you know, kind of respond. And then when they respond in a negative way that they don't like, then they, re they report on the negative responding to the reporting, quote unquote, that they did. Which they didn't do any reporting. They speculated, which is retarded. Okay, so that's my biggest issue with 24-hour news. It's just that there's so much that you can report on, and then after that, it just becomes nonsense. You know what I mean? So, in my... Sports has become... I like sports more, so that's why I listen to more of the sports world talks than I do the politics talk, because, let's be real, politics is just your viewpoint on life. And everybody's viewpoint on life is different. Okay, so I try to stay away from the political crap, but... You know, I have to kind of start stating my opinions on things now because people are dumb. <laughs> my God, people are dumb. Like they cannot see the big picture of it. And sometimes I fall into this category, but man, people are dumb. It's like, look, you're being manipulated. Your company don't give a shit about you. The government don't give a shit about you. They're just lining their pockets for themselves. And they're using you as the pawns to do so. But yet you don't see that. And then you nitpick at every little thing. You think migrants are the problem when really migrants aren't the problem. Automation is the problem. 
People are losing their jobs to robots, not other people, not immigrants. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, to me, it's retarded. People don't understand how the welfare system works. And it's just kind of like, why do I have to bust my ass and do this job? And then this person gets to live off my taxes for free. It doesn't work that way. Okay, your taxes don't really fund them. And if it does, it's like $2 out of your paycheck goes to actual taxes. And most of your paycheck money goes to corporate welfare. Okay, so I don't know. It's weird. People don't understand things. And it drives me up the wall. When, like, it, it just drives me up the wall that people don't understand how things work. And yet they want to give their opinions as this, and state them as their facts. It's like, bro, no. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the just criminal justice system needs reform. This whole, I, I guess we need to hit the reset button as a society. And that shit drives me nuts. So that's why I stay away from the political crap. Because it just, it, it drives me up the wall. Because I guess people mean well, but... If you really put tooth to task, I guess that's how the saying goes. When you put tooth to task, people are just shitholes. They're just shitholes. They're shitty people. You know what I mean? They're going to mess it up somehow. You know, greed kicks in, and then they try to find ways that laziness kicks in, and and they just it just goes downhill from there. So political politics is just nothing more than your viewpoints, and you're trying to push your viewpoints on other people, and it's just a a, a, a big back and forth circle jerk about who's right and who's wrong is, is essentially what that is with sports it's kind of black and white right you play the game you win you lose like granted there's some you know some calls in there that you know you feel like you got cheated or whatever but ultimately sports is the most i don't want to say it is the ultimate fairness but it's the most It's the most fairness you're going to get out of anything. <laughs> it's the most fair that you are going to get out of anything that ever created, right? Because the rules are the rules, and then they help you. Like You have to figure out the rules. And then even then, there's going to be cheating in those rules. So it is the ultimate fair playground for most people. And that's why I like sports. I don't know. To me, it's a, it's, it's a fun thing. But, yeah. So I guess I'm going to end this rant with the uh, um, that. Remember. That there's always an agenda when it comes to these news outlets and everybody else's, you know, political stance. There's always an agenda. So when you listen to the news and you hear a piece of information, you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. Is it as bad as it seems? Is it as bad as it seems? Is it true? If so, how true? And then go, go do some research. That's it. And if you want to take the lazy route, do a quick Google search and read the first fucking link you see. You know what I mean? I mean, it's lazy intellectual. It's lazy intellectual work, but it's research nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? So you can put some effort into it and figure out the truth. Because overall, you can only figure out the truth because the truth is relative. Okay? It's not universal. It's relative. Everything in this life is relative. Okay? Life is nothing more than the sum experiences of your experience. Sum total of your experiences. That's all life is. It's the sum total of all your experiences. That's it. D.L. Hughley taught me that one. And that was the best thing I've ever heard him say. Your life is the sum total of all your experiences. That's all it is. And so it's all perspective. It's all relative. So, I don't know. I'm just going to shut up now. And then I'm going to end this podcast. Thanks for listening. This is Guys at a Roundtable. And I'm out. Peace. That's all for today's show. Join us next week as we once again take a seat at the table. Thanks for listening.